This is episode 299 of the Wildlife Photography Podcast. In this episode, sitting with the pride of lions. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from WildEye, and even though I'm sitting in the office in Johannesburg, it's nice and cold, I've just received a podcast audio from Trevor. Him and Mike are currently in the Timbavati at Umlani, just getting some content and getting out into the field. And last night, when they were sitting under a canopy of stars with the Pride of Lions, Trevor decided to record a podcast. So uh, without any further ado, here we go. Hello everybody, so we are currently sitting in the middle of the Timberbati, we're staying at Umlani, we are sitting in the middle of the African bush under a sky full of stars and just to describe the scene to you, there's a male and a female lion to our left hand side of the vehicle and to our right hand side of the vehicle are another two male lions. So my name is Trevor McCall-Pete. I'm here with Michael Lobsher and my brother Greg McCall-Pete. Hello, guys. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having us part of this podcast. And you had set the scene, and I think one vital part of where we are is we are sitting in a riverbed, and it's just absolute tranquility around us. There's not a sound. There's not a breeze. There's absolutely beautiful. Greg, does this riverbed have a name? The Sherulumi. Sherulumi. And do do you know what this name means at all? Bite of the python. Bite of the python. That's quite interesting. Um, What's the reason for that name? You're not too sure? I have no idea. All right. Maybe an aerial shot of this river is because it looks like a python, maybe? We wouldn't know. But um, Was it snakes through the Timbavati? Could be. Could be. Um, and currently we have, as Trevor had mentioned, a lioness and a male to our left. And we suspect that these guys are mating at the time. Um, and it's, it's quite a, a calming scene right now. The, the lion, the male's got his head and his chin resting on the, the back of the female and they're both having a, a little nap. And we are making use of the spotlight just to see them a bit better. Um, but we've been here for, yes, how long have we been here, Trev? Majority of the afternoon? Yeah. And we've we've worked hard to get these guys. Um, we've spent, what, three days? Yeah. Three days tracking these lions. And um, it's just, it just comes to prove that perseverance does pay off. And a safari out in Africa doesn't always seem to be fun and games. And you'll see animals around every corner. You sometimes have to work really hard to try and find these these critters. So but I think I think that's a very good point that you make. Um, obviously, we've both described the scene, <clears throat> um, but I think to truly understand, it's very difficult to put into words the feeling of finding them after putting in the time. So you mentioned how vital it is to put in the time. Yes, you come around the corner and sometimes bump into something. Yeah. Um, other days you have to work hard and. <clears throat> Like you've said, we've been tracking them for three days. For I don't know about you guys, but from my side, it's been driving me crazy because we've had tracks up and down and all around. Um, and the no, last like two mornings, they've been they've been calling in the same place. 
Yeah. Um, so these two could have been mating and coming to an end. I don't know if maybe that's why they haven't moved around too much. Um, and they've been in a similar area and these other two males have just joined up. But to be honest, I would love to know their movements from their side over the last couple of days and it has compare been. it to how like our, how we've been tracking them. Exactly. Because it it's always confusing. felt like we've it's been very close been, to them. Yeah, but it's been north, south, east, west. Yeah, and we've walked a lot. So, so I'd love to know a map for, and just to think like from their side how they have been moving and tracking of how we've been tracking. Exactly. Just yeah. to, because I'm sure we've just been, it, yeah. yeah, and the distance that they've covered. Well, today was the first day that we saw tracks for the lioness. Yeah. yeah, that's true. We had seen the male yesterday and we followed that's him true. a long distance from here. Yeah. And he went in the complete opposite direction, probably about four or five kilometers, and then he's back this side. And yeah. last night they didn't move much at all. Yeah, that's but it. today was the first time we saw the lioness. Yeah. There we go. And can you maybe, Greg, just explain to the listeners what lion mating behavior is all about and how they go about it? Well, um, the, when the female comes into estrus, usually uh, the dominant male of the coalition um, will have first mating rights, and he'll. Sorry, Greg. I'm going to stop you right there. Just pause for five seconds and just listen. I'm not sure if the listeners can hear it, but. Some vocalization. Yeah, there's a bit of growling between the male and the female. So yeah, I'm not sure. He's obviously still very interested in her. I just don't know if she's starting to come into East just or she's just coming out of it. Look, she is an old lioness and, yeah. and she was um, mating with the males probably about a month ago. So I doubt that she's in estrus now. He just might be eager. Because yeah. the other females in the pride do have cubs. So they're definitely not interested in mating at this point. So I think he, he might just be eager and um, she's not so keen, hence the growling. So Sorry, I did interrupt you. Um, you were obviously we chatting about these two growling and mating and that you were talking about um, how they go about it. Lion mating behavior. Yeah, yeah. the mating It's quite a, a complex thing and I don't think a lot of people know exactly what the process entails. So please continue, Greg. Yes, so usually the dominant male of the coalition will have first mating rights. And it's uh, a bit... Um, it's interesting for the lioness because she'll mate with all the males. So if it's a, a big coalition, it's a long time of mating for her. And um, the males will then take turns. But it's quite an aggressive affair, affair when, the, when the lions mate. Um, it's usually quite painful for the female as the males have a barbed penis. Um, so it actually hurts her, but it's all important um, for conception. Uh, once the lioness uh, and the male are finished mating and he dismounts, she'll then roll on her back and, and that um, is also in the process of, of aiding in conception of, of the little ones. It's quite interesting. Eh? And this, this is a process that is spread over a number of days. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so not just like a once-off thing and off they go. 
it's quite a lengthy process. It's and that's the, the funny thing is the actual act of mating is very quick. It only lasts a few seconds. Um, and in our terms, that's not very long. But we have to remember that they'll mate for about a week and they'll do that every 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, so in the peak, yeah, it's crazy. It's actually a lot that goes on. And yeah, it must take so much energy just to for five to six days to continuously every 20 to 30 minutes mount the female do the business um, so they're not sleeping much um, coming from a species who usually is head down for the majority of its day exactly it's quite a, a and they also process. don't hunt exactly know, during yeah. that time so if you think an adult lion on average needs around 30 kilograms of meat a day when they mate they actually lose condition quite quickly um, because they're not getting those meals in, they just don't hunt. Even if an opportunity presents itself, very rarely will you see the lions even show interest in any prey that passes by. Yeah, it's quite incredible to think. Uh, and then if all is successful and the courtship's complete and she does fall pregnant, that's also quite a strenuous and stressful moment for the mom to be because now she starts um or the babies start developing within her and correct me if i'm wrong but there's anywhere between two and four babies that she'll carry yeah, no that's correct um and that's for a period of what 90 days yeah. or so uh, three months so it's quite a long period now she's come out of this week's worth of mating she's been in pain for a week long um, she starts developing these youngsters and now her belly just grows fat and big hunting from the point she starts mating to the point she gives birth hunting is an issue for this girl um, so she's obviously going to rely heavily on her pride um, and the pride in this area because obviously these three males and please remind me of the, the name of the coalition again the naru males naru males so they'll obviously once this mating happens and uh, the male's done his deed. They're going to move off and they're going to patrol territory and make sure everything's still okay and then hunt if they do um, come across an opportunity. And obviously if they hear the females hunting, they'll pull in and, and benefit from that as well. But this girl will obviously for the first couple of weeks join her sisters in hunting and her pride in hunting. But when it gets to that point where her mobility is not that great, she'll obviously have to rely heavily on on the rest of the pride to ensure her survival and obviously in turn her cub survival that's that are growing inside of her that's quite incredible <clears throat> have you ever witnessed a, a birth of any predator or any animal out here no well i've seen i've seen buffalo giving birth and then uh wildebeest <laughs> but the predators no i've seen lions and the cubs were hours old yeah so um, how special that must have been tiny eyes still closed Mm. Um, yeah, so it was really, really special to see. You don't see that often. Quite phenomenal. Guys, Trev is still here. I am still here. <laughs> You've been quiet and just being guys. inspired, yeah? Yeah. It's it is. It's an incredible... I know we've given a lot of information, but just thinking back on describing the scene and things, it's, it really is peaceful here. I mean, if you look up above us, the stars are incredible. You can see... The Milky Way. Stretching from one end to the Stretching other. Stretching from one end to the other, yeah. That's crazy. Southern Cross, the yeah. constellation of Scorpio is literally right above our heads. So Scorpio is the, or a winter 
um, constellation that you'll find in the African skies. Um, There's a scops owl calling. I think the other scops in the distance, yeah. I think that's a bit far for the, yeah. the listeners to hear. But uh, yeah, truly special out here. Um, a cool winter's evening in the middle of the Timbavati with, with lion. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this, does it, guys? No, it's been amazing. And I think on that note, um, I'm going to say thank you to Mike and Greg for the chat. Yeah, thanks, um, guys. But, yeah, I'm going to end off. I'll catch up with you all soon. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. Uh, and I hope you enjoy the moment just as much as we are. Uh, but from my side, I'm going to say cheers. Guys, thank you. You're most welcome, Trev. Thank you for allowing us to, to join in. Yeah, thanks, Trev. You're mm. welcome. Have a Thanks, great everybody. Day, Cheers, eh? Bye-bye. Cheers.